Recently, I read an essay by a paleontologist. A paleontologist, right, is someone who looks at or studies fossils. His name is Gunter Beckley. Kind of a fun name, Gunter. Maybe keep that in mind for your next child. I don't know. <laughs> Gunter. You know, maybe you learned this stuff in school. I certainly didn't. Now, some is, is new. Um, but he listed fascinating occurrences and studies. You know, for example, he said the fossil record that we have spans three billion years from early earth up to the frozen mammoths of the last ice age. Now, of course, one of the enormous figures in biology and evolution is Charles Darwin from the 19th century, that evolutionary biologist you know, who developed his theory of natural selection and evolution. He said that essential to this theory of evolution is what's called gradualism. Like the name suggests, gradualism, it means that all transitional changes in the history of life on Earth occur through small changes that accumulate over long, vast periods of time. Sudden changes would indicate something else is at work than evolution, than nature. Six times in his great work on the origin of species, Darwin wrote that nature does not make a jump. Evolution, he said, not only is a gradual process, as a matter of fact, it has to be gradual if it's to do any explanatory work. If it's good as a theory, what's well, only good if nature gradually evolves. If there's something unexpected, then it's an indication that this theory is not viable. Now, What's fascinating, according to Gunther, is that the fossil records document past ecosystems, often very different from today, and with much change over time, with numerous new organisms and their distinct body forms abruptly appearing and disappearing over the eons. Now, here are a couple of examples. Our Earth is 4.5 billion years old whatever that means, 4.5 billion years old. But life couldn't arise until the end of what's called late heavy bombardment. I never heard that before. Kind of cool. Late heavy bombardment. That refers to when the earth was hit by numerous immense meteorite impacts, which evaporated all the earth's oceans several times. Life couldn't arise until after that time. Bombardment ended 3.8 billion years ago, and we had life by 3.77 billion years ago. Complex cellular life popped into existence right when conditions first allowed for it, as if it was planted there by the Creator. It didn't slowly emerge like Darwin's theory would predict. And the most famous example, maybe you've heard of it, is called the Cambrian Explosion. In this event, Gunther said, 20 of the 33 known animal phyla appear suddenly without any precursors in the fossil record. Now, I didn't remember what phyla was. Maybe you do. 20 of the 33. So phyla are the highest groupings in animal classification with body forms distinctly different from one another, like a spider is different from a squid, which is different from a mammal, right? 20 of the 33 
forms appear immediately. Darwin would have predicted that we should find a succession of fossils that slowly get different from a general multicellular animal and to slightly different animals that gradually become more and more diverse. So what do we see? All the big differences appearing all at once. Only later are there fossil records of diversification. That looks very much like a creative act. And lastly, I learned this most amazing thing from another scientist. I'll see if I can communicate it accurately. It's just a recent, relatively recent discovery on a molecular level. So this scientist believes in microevolution, you know, small changes in a species. Fine. Um, he's skeptical about chemical evolution, like there was a big soup of chemicals and we all emerged from that. He says it doesn't seem that that is a fitting theory. Now, here's the deal. He spoke about the coding system that tells cells what to do. In order for the cells to change in a significant way, the coding system has to change significantly too. But it's like computer code. If you're a coder, you'll get this. If you change the code of a program significantly, what happens? It does not work. The program won't work. It's the same thing for the coding system for cells. Long before you would get a new protein structure, you would destroy its functioning, begin to change the program, begin to change your favorite uh, video game slowly. And what's going to happen to your video game? You're not going to be happy with it. Science says in so many ways, there is a creator. He intervenes. We have record of it. Friends, given all this, let's just simply ask, does walking on water seem impossible for the creator of this earth of ours to do? Is that more miraculous than the way life emerged and reemerged and continues in me and you? In those times in which God seems distant, does that really mean he's not thinking of you? Maybe whispering to you? and intervening in your life as you tra traverse the rough waters in this world? And if he does, then we should probably ask this. What typically causes you to look away from God and to sink into darkness and chaos and fear? Even there, he is present helping you to evolve even more into the glorious human being he's created you to be.